Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Puppies, kittens, ghost babies. It's time to talk about the eclipse. You know it's eclipse season, right? So let's talk about what that means first and foremost. So a solar eclipse is a new moon and a lunar eclipse is a full moon. When you hear astrologers talking about eclipse season, there's some reasons for that. As we build up to an eclipse, and usually they happen in pairs, and this summer we have three, okay? We have... One happening on June 5th. That's the one I'm going to talk to you about. We've also got one happening on June 21st and then another one on July 5th and then a couple in the autumn. And so as we've entered into eclipse season, what happens is things start to feel like they're moving a little out of control. And so when we talk about a season of something, you know, you hear people talk about like Gemini season or whatever. It's a time where we are influenced by essentially the astrological weather, right? And the astrological weather of eclipses is things coming to the surface that we have a strong emotional reaction to that upsets our identity, our plans, our sense of things. And it does so in efforts to bring us in contact with greater emotional truths. Ta-da! Uh, sounds nice, pretty much, the way I just said it, but it's it can be very electric in its impact. It can be very electric in how it affects our lives and the world around us. And I think it's pretty safe to say in the past week or two, as we have been in officially eclipse season, the building up towards the first eclipse on June 5th, things have started to escalate. Now, what things, you may ask me? How about the impact of COVID-19? How about further and heartbreaking evidence of the racism that is at the foundation of American society? The systemic racism that the U.S. was really built on. You know, the U.S. is functioning really effectively in the ways that it was built. And we are building up towards the Pluto return of the United States, which is not something I've really unpacked on the show yet, because it is a really big event astrologically. It's happening in the late winter of 2021. And there's so much happening right now. And there's so much immediately in front of us that I don't want to distract you (laughs) with thinking about next year. Think about this year. Think about right now. Be present. Okay. Now that said, the Things that we are experiencing now in 2020 are foundational to what we can expect in that major confrontation with our country's shadow. We have a pretty deep shadow, you know. So before I unpack the June 5th lunar eclipse, I want to just, again, give you a few more details on what an eclipse will do. So we start to feel this like electric buildup as things start to kind of wonkify, destabilize, so that we feel them more. That's why it happens. So we feel them more. And then the event itself happens. So very broadly speaking, a lunar eclipse is a full moon with the volume turned all the way 
up, just turning it up for better or worse. The effects of a lunar eclipse we can expect to experience for about six months. So when we're talking about this in the context of your personal life, that's really different than when we're talking about this in the context of social and political conditions. So I want to kind of unpack both of those things because they're both really important to all of us, I'm going to hope and pray. But here's, here's a tricky thing. During the eclipse, I might gossip about someone I love behind their back to a friend I trust. And I might not think much of it, but guess what? Sometime in the next six months, that friend I really trust might forget that I said it in confidence and say it to someone else. And then it might come back to the person I love. And then the consequences may hit me in the derriere or my face in three months or in six months. So you see, this is a little example of how we could have some hell to pay for carelessness, for acting out of integrity, and for generally the shit we do and don't do around this period. So it's really important for us to find ways of doing our very best during eclipse times. These are not the times for manifestation rituals or any kind of rituals in general, IMO, because the energy is too unpredictable. This is not a time to harness. You don't harness an eclipse. Full moon, new moon, yes, 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 please. But don't try to harness an eclipse. Be present for it. Cultivate presence within an eclipse. Okay, so now I'm going to break it down. Let's talk about this lunar eclipse in the context of both your personal life and the world at large. Let's start off with your personal life, shall we? The lunar eclipse is going to be exact at 12, 12 p.m. Pacific time on Friday, the 5th of June. It's going to be exact at 15 degrees of Sagittarius and 34 minutes. Now, as you may remember, a lunar eclipse is a full moon and a full moon always happens when the sun and moon are exactly opposite each other. So that means the sun will be at exactly 15 degrees and 34 minutes of Gemini. Okay, the thing to note about this particular eclipse is that it is forming the sun-moon opposition is forming a very tight square to the planet Mars. So my little example that I gave before about gossip was not an accident. Because we are dealing with the Gemini Sagittarius polarity, we are dealing with communication. We are dealing with gossip, shit talk, uh, listening, truth telling. If you listen to my 2020 year in advance podcast episode, then you know that I have been deeply concerned about propaganda and freedom of the press. I've been deeply concerned about free speech, and it is because I saw this eclipse coming. This eclipse is when I expect we are going to start to see serious problems. Now, already in the last week of May, the president of the United States has put out an executive order basically trying to uh, strip rights, trying to shut down social media, right? Because he was fact-checked. So listen. What happens during an eclipse sometimes happens behind closed doors. Sometimes it happens and you're not aware of it. Sometimes what impacts us is from strangers, from people who don't know us and we don't know. It's intense. But anyways, I digressed. I said I was going to make it personal. I went straight to the, the public and the political. 
But I do think having access to uh, our communities, having access to the world through social media is a really importantly personal issue. So there it is. But anyways, back to your personal life, and then I'll unpack it in the context of the world. In the context of your personal life, what you want to do is make sure that you do not talk shit because you feel defensive, bored, uh, distracted. You may hear outlandish gossip around this date. I say unto you, my loves, don't engage with it. Don't be the one who's spreading it and don't engage with it. This is a time where you are going to be feeling defensive because of Mars and irritable because it's a full moon. All the feelings are up. What you want to remember is that in this full moon, in this eclipse, you are going through whatever you're going through. And the way it's affecting your personal life, you can fixate on how other people are culpable, what they said, what they did, what they're trying to do against you. But the bottom line is this is the time to get aligned with what you're doing, how you feel, whether or not you feel like you have allies, whether or not you're asking for help when you need it, whether or not you're showing up for others, whether or not you're expecting others to say and do things that you yourself are not saying or doing for them. Every day of the week, if you want to focus on what other people are or aren't doing, hey, you do you. But on this day of the week, on this day of the week, because it is a full moon, it is wise for you to really fixate on what you are doing. Because this is about the moon and the moon is your heart. It's your feelings. It's how you digest information. And we want to make sure that we are emotionally present for who we are in our own lives. This full moon is likely to bring up serious aggression, defensiveness, irritability. If you have a particularly hard time with those emotions, then I want to encourage you, know it's coming. Do what you got to do to support yourself around that. Now, that might look like schedule, you know, a cardio class for yourself. Just know that you're going to like get online and jazzercise your buns off or it might look like loading yourself up with tons of comedy to watch that day so that you remember to laugh in addition to your feelings. It might look like therapy. It might look like not taking the bait when someone throws it at you. We're all in different circumstances. We all have different natures. But what is kind of equal for us all is that how we choose to respond is what we have to live with, right? It's who we are. This is a great day to manage this as much as possible. Now, another thing worth mentioning is Venus is conjunct the sun, which means it's opposite the moon and square to Mars. Now, it's a little looser than the Mars is to the sun moon, but it's, it's still quite tight. The thing that's really relevant for me to name about this is sun conjunction to Venus makes us want to be really diplomatic. It makes us want to evade and avoid conflict. Mars all it wants is to get its own way. And it's not averse to conflict at all. And so you may find yourself kind of stuffing your emotions, distracting yourself with things that are delicious, that are fun, but don't actually help you to figure out what the hell is going on for you within you and in your life. Now, one more thing I'll say about this transit on a personal level you can expect, unfortunately, to have relationship shit around this date. Full moons on their own bring up emotional realities, which is why people get upset during the full moon. They get real upset because all the feelings you've been repressing all month come up. But during a lunar eclipse, those themes are bigger. 
Those themes are much bigger. And because Venus and Mars are both involved in this transit, in this chart, ah, oh man, it's going to bring up relationship stuff. And so, you know, how much you give and how much you take, how you engage, those things are so important, my loves. They're so very important. If you find around this state that you're giving more than you're getting in a way that's actually unhealthy, own it. This is a time to really confront the emotional realities as they exist because whatever you do or don't do with what you learn is going to be waiting for you within six months. So you really want to pay attention. Donate to Feeding America's Coronavirus Response Fund. No one should go hungry during the COVID-19 pandemic. With school closures, job disruptions, and health risks, millions of Americans will turn to food banks for much-needed support. They can't do it alone, so if you can help, please do. Go to feedingamerica.org. So, now on a more social level, and this is where shit gets pretty intense, as I mentioned earlier, my concern about propaganda and freedom of the press for 2020 really takes shape around this eclipse. And we are already seeing how important it is. Mars in astrology is related to war. It's related to fires burning and fights erupting. It is related to standing up and fighting for what's right. It's related to courage, which takes heart. And the full moon, the eclipse, is tensions rising to the surface and the truth needing to come out. And here we have a spark. And what kind of fire it will light, it depends on so many things. And a big thing that it depends on is us. This eclipse is sparking a fire. Now, I mentioned the Pluto return of the United States. The United States rising sign, it's ascendant. Because yes, events, countries, businesses, they all have charts. If you have a time and you have a date and you have a location, you can have an astrological chart. The chart of the United States has a 12 degrees of Sagittarius rise or ascendant. And that 12 degrees is exactly where Venus is for this eclipse and it's three degrees off of the T-square from the full moon to Mars. This is really going to hit the identity, aka the ascendant, of the United States. And it's not an illusion. It's not an illusion. The identity of the United States is self-righteous. It's on the side of truth, right? It's on the side of liberty. And it's also built on racism. It's built on slavery. It's built on genocide. That's our fucking, that's, that's the reality. And that is what is coming up and demanding to be dealt with. And it will be dealt with one way or another. It will be dealt with one way or another throughout 2020 and 2021. I'm not saying it'll be done and, and all like solved and healed by 2021. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there is a st provocative astrology for this time. So who are you in this? That's a question to ask yourself. How do you show up? Because choosing to tap out is not a real choice. That's a side. Apathy is a side. 
So let's return to this astrology chart, right? We're looking at the signs of Sagittarius and Gemini. They are about communication. They're about learning and listening and speaking truth to power. Also, Sagittarius is a sign of spreading. Sagittarius is about religion and higher education, whereas Gemini deals more with your community, your neighborhood. And then we have Mars, the great activator of the zodiac, the planet that wants to fight for its rights. It's the ego and it's maleness, not maleness in the context of patriarchy, not archetypal in that particular way. It's more maleness in the context of like, I hunt, <laughs> uh, I make it happen, I beat it up, I push it down. Mars wants visceral expression, visceral experience. And so this will happen in public, this reckoning. It will happen physically. And I don't know that there's anything to stop that from happening. The question is, how will you participate? What is right for you? And what is right for the world? Because this is not just about us as individuals. When we look at this from a social context, what we have to consider is how this has been a long time coming. And when we're dealing with eclipses, we're dealing with our evolution, you know, we're dealing with our evolution as individuals on a personal level, but we're also dealing with our evolution as a society, as a people. And we will either center truth, center justice, center standing up for the right thing, even when it's scary, or we are not. And if you are not centering those things, you are enabling and making the way for those who are centering the opposite. Lies, propaganda, oppression, repression. This isn't a time where we get to sit out. And you know, not all of us, as I always say, I'll say it over and over again, not all of us can or will participate in all the ways at all the times. But you must find your way. You must find your way. And if today is not the day when you can do that, that's okay. Let it be tomorrow. Just don't let it not happen. This eclipse is demanding your attention. It's demanding your attention personally, of course, but also to look at the lies you've been fed and what you've believed, even if maybe you knew it wasn't true. Gemini and Sagittarius, you know, those two signs, they, they do love a quick and easy answer. Mars, real impatient too. And so you may want a quick and easy answer, a simple solution at this time. It would be great. It would be cool. It's not likely. Someone's going to happen. Whatever it is that does happen around this date, we will see it's unfolding all the way up to the new year. And when we talk about the new year in the United States, we're talking about big political changes. When we talk about the new year in the context of COVID-19, it would be wonderful if it was something we were talking about in hindsight. But in the context of COVID-19, the downside of this eclipse may be spread because we are dealing with shoulder-to-shoulder uh, -shoulder engagement, Gemini, and Sagittarius is just spread. The symbol for it, the glyph for it is, you know, it's an arrow. It's an archer's, the archer's bow. So we have, unfortunately, a lot of things stacked against us. It is creating a crisis. And in that crisis, if you are privileged enough 
to have choice of how you'll engage, I say, choose bravely, choose with your humanity, and center the humanity and dignity of others in your estimations of what is right. Fear begets fear. Hate begets hate. Find the truth. Center the truth. Stand up and do what's right. Every year they say the end is near.